Welcome to another episode of The Weekly Warrior, where we discover the warrior within. I am your host, the one and only Connor Edelbrock. Before we begin this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and give us a five-star review? Go ahead, hit pause, head over, and give us a five-star rating. While you're at it, go ahead and share this episode with a friend. This week, I interview Kevin Evans from The 5-Minute Journal. We talk all about how this short daily practice uses positive psychology to skyrocket your happiness in just five minutes. This episode will change your life. Enjoy. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Connor. Thanks for being on with us today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Kevin, can you just tell us a little bit about your role in the company, Intelligent Change? Yeah, so I am the marketing manager for Intelligent Change. Uh, Most notably, we make the journal called the 5-Minute Journal, which is a daily gratitude journal where you basically write for five minutes and kind of just focus on the good in life. And the way I came to Intelligent Change was I was actually a user of the journal for about nine months or so. And I just really loved doing it and noticed that their company wasn't really that big and doing much with the journal. So (laughs) I actually reached out to them via email and pitched them some ideas for how they could grow their company and then hopped on a call with UJ, the co-founder. And he's like, okay, I like some of these ideas. Would you want to do like a trial run? And that was about four and a half years ago. And kind of since then, I've pretty much had my hand in every part of the company. Kevin, you're a go-getter. Good for (laughs) you. That's awesome. That's cool that you went from being a user to now working for the company. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, I mean, actually, uh, if everybody went anybody wants to follow a similar strategy. Um, It was, uh, I read this book. His name is uh, Charlie Hone. It was called Recession Proof Graduate. Um, Charlie actually worked for Tim Ferriss for a while. And that was kind of like the way he got an internship with Tim Ferriss and started working with him and some other people. And like, I read that book and I was like, this is a genius plan and kind of use the same uh, advice to get a job with Intelligent Change. I love that. That is genius. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Kevin, can you give us a little bit of background on how the five minute journal came to be? Um, So what's the whole story behind the journal? Yeah. So UJ, uh, who's a co-founder of Intelligent Change, he used to have this like 30 minute journaling practice and it was like super involved. And one part of that journaling practice was, uh, writing gratitudes on every day. And Alex, Alex Icon, the other co-founder was like, you know, I really want to get into journaling, but there's no way I'm going to stick with a 30 minute a day journaling practice. Like, you know, is there some way we can kind of simplify this? Um, and so Alex had another business at the time and UJ was like, okay, maybe, you know, this be- could become a product. And, they started working together to create, which is now the five minute journal, taking basically the gratitude practice from UJ's original journaling, and then kind of combining it with some other aspects of positive psychology 
into like a five minute daily format. And it was actually originally launched on Kickstarter, but the Kickstarter failed. Oh. Um, and then shortly thereafter, um, they attended what's an invite only talk called Mastermind Talks, which is about like 100 or 120 people. Um, it's much like entrepreneurs, authors, speakers, and kind of circling back to Tim Ferriss. He was one of the people in attendance. Um, initially, it was like kind of skeptical of the journal because, I mean, he gets pitched on products all the time. Oh, sure. And then about, I don't know, a few months later, he kind of called in uh, to UJ and was like, you know, I'm going to order 3,000 of these as part of, uh, he had done at the time, like a subscription box and kind of blew up from there. Wow. Can you, so it started with UJ, the co-founder. He had this kind of 30-minute journaling practice. And then Alex and UJ worked together to distill that down to the five-minute practice that it is today. Is that correct? Right. Okay. Can you, so for people that don't know, can you briefly explain the structure of the journals, like what the page looks like and what its intended use is? For sure. Yeah. So the five minute journal is broken into a morning section and a night section. Uh, there's a total of five questions. So in the morning section, uh, the first question is, what am I grateful for? And then one, two, three. The second question is, what would make today great? What one, two, three. And then the third question in the morning is uh, daily affirmation. I am. So basically for the morning section, it's just to kind of get your day off to a good start, to start focusing on the positives and to kind of set intention for your day. And then the night section is three amazing things that happened today. And then how could I have made my day even better, Um, which is just kind of a a way to kind of end your day on a high note. So Kevin, since... The journal begins in the morning with, I am grateful for, and then those one, two, threes. Can you talk a little bit about why getting into that daily gratitude practice is important and people that do that, what do they experience? Yeah. So there's sort of like the, the, the science behind sort of like gratitude was um, in 2003 uh, Robert Emmons, who's a researcher or a professor at UC Berkeley, he ran a 10-week experiment um, where one group would detail just like everyday, like mundane things. Another group would detail things that actually upset them. And then a third group would detail things they're grateful for. And after this 10-week experiment, you know, shocker, uh, the gratitude group was significantly happier. They had easier time sleeping, um, reduced symptoms of like physical, like people who had physical problems reported uh, lower rates of pain. And so that's sort of like the, the science behind it. But I mean, the idea is like so often we're so quick to criticize ourselves or, you know, like we get a lot of people who are really like go-getters and ambitious and it's so easy to focus on the future what's the next thing you know and not just focus on appreciating the here and now and so the journal is kind of a way to counterbalance that sort of impulse 
and to start focusing on what really brings me joy in the here and now. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, what brings me joy in the here and now? Um, Kevin, what are you grateful for? Uh, I am grateful for the last six months. Um, I, so I proposed, uh, six months ago and ever since, you know, I've, I've become engaged, like our relationship, we've had more deep conversations in the past six months than like we've ever had. And, um, like, I'm just so grateful for my relationship, um, in the past six months, it's been incredible. Oh, Kevin, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's really cool. Um, sorry, I just had two thoughts. Um, so you're a user of the journal. Yep. When you started just using the journal before you started with the company, when you started your daily gratitude practice, did you instantly notice those little shifts in mindset and happiness? I'd say for like the first few weeks like definitely for sure and I think that's kind of a similar experience to most people who do the journal where mm -hmm. I say for the first week to like three weeks it's like you're writing this gratitude high where I know for myself when I first got into it like I was just super anxious super stressed out kind of like you know always worrying about like how am I going to get ahead of my career yes and finally doing the journal and like saying like nice things about myself and really just appreciating all the like great things in my life. Like, yeah, for those first three weeks, it was sort of like a shock to the system. Mm -hmm. It was that subtle pause to like kind of balance, like all the uh, negative things I would say to myself. Yes. Um, and then from there, there's kind of like a dip I experienced where it's like, okay, that initial high kind of wears off. The same thing, like if you're going to the gym, like after those first three weeks, that first month, it's sort of like the plateau starts to set in. Yeah. And like we always tell people like it, it's a practice, like there's going to be times when you don't feel like doing it, but, you know, just keep sticking with it. And over the long haul, like I say over like maybe the three month mark or something, like those subtler effects kind of started to kick in where like my default response to myself wasn't to just get down on myself or focus on the future. It was just like, okay, like the gratitude impulse was just now starting to become like a part of my habits. Ooh, yes, that makes sense. Kevin, does your fiance use the journal? Uh, she actually uses the app. So Ooh, we have okay. the physical journal and then we have the app version of the journal too. Okay, cool. Yep. Have you, do a lot of couples do it together and do you guys share? your journal entries? Uh, we have shared our journal entries. We haven't done it really as of recent. Okay. Um, we always definitely encourage people to do it together because I think it just, we actually do another separate journal, which is like a couple's journal. Okay. Um, so that's kind of our shared practice and it's sort of similar as far as sharing gratitudes. Um, but just anecdotally, the people's written in, like I know Alex and his wife Mimi, um, they do the journal together and they share the gratitudes and like, again, it's so easy to, even in a relationship to be like, well, this thing is wrong and she doesn't do this and blah, right. blah, blah. And like not noticing all the good things. And so, uh, we have a pretty good practice of like, you know, sharing just like one thing we're proud of each other for. Oh, yes. I like that. I could imagine that it opens up more intimate communication between couples Oh, like, definitely. 
yeah, like, again, it's just so easy. It's so easy to have those difficult conversations where you're bringing up one of those things that bothers you. Not Mm -hmm. easy, but like, but then leading with, you know, going deeper into, oh, this is the thing I really appreciate you. Like that's, you know, vulnerability all in itself. Yes. Yeah. And I like what you said about leading with the positive, leading with what you love about the other person. Right. Kevin, so the journal is broken up into the morning routine and then the nighttime journaling practice. Can you talk about why is that important? Why, what's the importance of developing the nighttime and morning routines? So basically in the past five years, like in the self-development community, uh, it seems like morning routines has been like the, the hit topic, like of the moment um, with like the basic idea being that um, if you have a routine established, as soon as you wake up, it basically sets your day up for success and similarly, that if you have night routine, instead of going to bed, like stressing about all the things from the day, you kind of take a moment to pause and end your day on a high note. Um, you know, for us, like starting the day with like gratitude, the people who do the journal, it's just a way to instantly wake up and not jump into social media, to not jump into like checking your emails and to just take a minute like for yourself. Like I know the days that, I skip it and I'll go straight into working or email. Like immediately it just feels like I'm behind in the day or that like it just, it just feels off and like anxiety sets in where when I start doing the journal in the morning, I'm just like, okay, this is a moment of calm. Like I can handle the day. So the morning routine is really just something I found that I had to tweak for myself the journal helps you get off to like a good start of the day. Um, and I kind of combine it with meditation um, to just kind of have a, mo- a minute of calm to myself. I like what you said about waking up and instead of reaching for your phone, which we all do, right? And we instantly start going into work mode or we instantly go into that mindless scrolling on Instagram mode, you reach for the journal instead. And it's that moment of calm where you're setting that intention for the day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Kevin, what's the importance of that nighttime routine? I know like similarly to how you reach, like I know a lot of people who reach for the phone first thing in the morning, it's, you can do the same thing, like just scrolling like mm-hmm. on Instagram until like the minute you go to bed and then I mean, just from like the research, like that keeps your brain active and you have a more trouble falling asleep, but it's just a way to kind of calm down before you go to bed and to end your day on a high note, um, to kind of have that minute to yourself, um, to kind of wind down the day. It makes, it makes for a nice bookend to your day. Kevin, uh, the second or the third line of the journal is the affirmation section. So can you talk about those I am statements and why those are important? Definitely. Um, So I think a lot of the ways that people associated daily affirmations, at least the way that I did, was the associations from the 2006 movie, The Secret, where Mm -hmm. it was basically like, if I wish for like a Lamborghini or if I picture 
a mansion that all of a sudden, like, that's going to kind of come to me if I just kind of keep visualizing and repeating it. And we kind of tell people that's not the way that affirmations really work. Um, we kind of see it more as like sort of evidence-based. So like, for example, if you repeated an affirmation, like I am confident, but you're feeling unconfident, obviously that's not going to be something that's going to stick with you. Like you're not going to believe it. But what we usually tell people is to spend an extra few moments and saying like, I am confident. And then either specifically write down an instance in which you were confident or to kind of like meditate and picture a time where, you know, you display confidence and they continually build it up that way. Um, another way to do it is to just build like daily reminders. So one could be like, I am okay with the way I am. I am worthy just because, you know, the way I am. I think it's so often that we have daily affirmations to ourselves that we're not even aware of. Like we'll tell ourselves a million times, like how we're not worthy or that we're not good enough yes. in more ways than once. Mm -hmm. And so really the daily affirmation section is a way to kind of provide a different story and to challenge those narratives you have about yourself to provide like a different way of looking at the same stories you're saying. Ooh, Kevin, I, I like what you said. So the affirmations, correct me if I'm wrong, but the affirmations, those I am statements are helping you not only create your identity, but I like that you talked about taking it a step further. So it's one thing to say, I am confident, but then you're going back to that statement and you're pulling things from your experience of examples where you were confident and you're challenging all of those negative voices that are saying, I'm not confident. I'm not worthy. I don't know what I'm doing. Is that right? Yeah. And I think, I think like the main thing to keep in mind is like, you want to challenge whatever your preconceived belief is about your negative belief about yourself, but it has to also feel like it resonates with you. Cause like, you may say like, oh, I can't pull any examples of times that I display confidence, right. you know? Yeah. It might be something like, you know, I'm okay just the way I am. Um, it's kind of like taking one step further from kind of where you're at and kind of pushing those boundaries a little bit. And again, challenging those sort of, you know, stories you've like rehearsed about yourself or tell yourself that like don't serve you. It's saying like, you know, what's a more helpful story? What's a more positive way that I can like look at the same things um, in a different light? Yeah, we all tell ourselves crazy stories, don't we? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Kevin, so I have to imagine a big part of this journal is consistency, right? So the goal is to write in it, write in it every day. Yeah. Can you talk about, I don't know, are there any tips or secrets to just staying consistent with this practice? So kind of like on the tactical end, it's, we recommend keeping the journal someplace. We're going to see it almost immediately upon waking up. For most people, that's going to be the nightstand next to your bed. Um, for other people, it's, you know, kind of when they have breakfast, like at the table, but as long as 
you have it someplace where you cannot miss it, um, that's probably like the biggest tip. And like for people who do the apps, uh, there's daily reminders, there's daily notifications. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of more on the tactical end. On sort of a deeper basis, it's really recommend people get specific and to spend maybe more than five minutes sometimes really connecting with what they're writing down. Because if you just write down every day, like I'm grateful for my fiance, I'm grateful for my friends, the weather, et cetera. And there's like no feeling behind it. Then you're just gonna be like, okay, this is meaningless. Like, why am I even doing this? And so if, for example, you're like, instead of saying I am grateful for my friends, like pick a specific quality about them. You know, I'm grateful that my friends, you know, constantly reach out and check how I'm doing. It's so much easier to connect with that emotion behind it. It's easier to visualize like exactly what that is. And it's easier to kind of sit with that and really feel like the the gratitude kind of come over you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's one thing to write down, oh, I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my job. But I like what you said about maybe you should take a little bit more than five minutes and be more specific and talk about the why, because that'll resonate a lot more. Yeah. And I, like I say one of the bigger issues when people start doing the journal is maybe after a few weeks, like people's like, it gets super repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it, like, as I said before, is a practice, like, you know, no matter how specific you get, no matter how much you try to connect to the motion, there's just gonna be days where, you know, you're just going to do it. But the, the larger thing is to really spend the extra moments connecting with the emotion behind what you're writing down. Cause I mean, that's really what it's all about. And it's kind of, it, it takes some training to kind of connect with that, especially if you really live inside your head and you're kind of over, if you constantly intellectualize things, it's going to take a little practice to start getting more emotional and getting out of your head and into your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Um, Kevin, I'd love to hear your personal story, your personal success story of the benefits that you gained from the journal. But then I'm also sure you guys get reviews and comments from people who have implemented this practice into their life and experienced success. Can you share some of those stories? Yeah. So on on the personal level, um, I mean, the reason why I came to the journal in the first place was like, I know I was just in like a super dark place at the time. And even though from like the outside, things were going well, like I was making more money than I was ever making, like I had a good group of friends, like family, like everything was great, but it always just felt like the world was just crashing in on me and that I was just constantly anxious, worried, stressed out. And it kind of was the process, this tool to begin being a lot kinder to myself. Um, It certainly wasn't the only thing, but it was definitely like an intervention to start being just a lot kinder and to speak to myself differently. And so that kind of just started the process, um, which is kind of, that, like, the most, 
for the like exceptional ends. Like one of my favorite stories we've ever got was uh, about maybe six months after I started with Intelligent Change, uh, this guy Carlos wrote in and he's like, you know, I just have to tell you how much, you know, I love doing a fun every day. He's like, six months ago, I was undergoing cancer treatment. And, you know, this is like a super dark life. And, you know, I helped, the journal helped me in a positive and all the things I can control while undergoing like chemotherapy. And, you know, while clearly it wasn't the only thing to help me get through this time, you know, it was a big part. And then he wound up passing the journal on to other cancer patients. Oh, that's um, great. So like hearing a story like that was just like, holy, like, curse, on curse on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, okay. Yeah. No, it was just like <laughs> one of those like, holy fuck moments. Yeah. Like this, this journal goes way beyond just, you know, just everyday life and people in all situations, um, you know, it became like that, that was sort of the point for me where I'm like, this is more than just like a company. It's really kind of like a mission. Um, and like that said, I think honestly, my favorite stories are hearing stories like my own where it's, it's not like this crazy story, but it's just people who are feeling like the everyday stresses of life. And they're just like, you know, I was going through depression or anxiety and feeling stressed out. And this journal kind of helped me, you know, rewire some of these like negative stories I've been telling about myself and to kind of take a pause and really take stock of my life and realize just how much good there is mm -hmm. and to kind of start building a better relationship with myself and to start appreciating the people in my life a lot more versus just kind of focusing on all the problems. Yes, it's that shift in perspective, for sure. Um, Kevin, where can people learn more about the Five Minute Journal? So if you go to your website, intelligentchange.com, you'll be able to find out a lot more there. Or if you Google Five Minute Journal tips, it'll kind of give you a walkthrough how to do the journal and kind of go a lot more into depth, uh, the reasoning behind each section of the journal. Ooh. Okay. And then do you guys, are you guys on Facebook and Instagram too? Yep. Uh, either at intelligent change on Instagram or at five minute journal on Instagram. Cool. Um, Kevin, is there anything else that you'd like to add before we wrap up? Um, I think we covered pretty much, Everything, I would say, um, I know it has kind of like we've grown in popularity with the journal. Like uh, people's kind of made fun of like, you know, oh, if you just start the day off with like gratitude or mm -hmm. you do a gratitude journal, your life is just magically going to change as if it's a magic bullet. Um, it's certainly not that like extreme of a change. It's just, again, like a, a tool in your toolkit to kind of start being more mindful of the present moment and to kind of just start having a, a slight pause from focusing on the problems and to start focusing on the good. Yes. Kevin, I will give just a really short testimonial. I've been using the journal for 30 days exactly today. And I've noticed that shift happen where being in the practice of daily gratitude, I start looking for the positive throughout my day 
versus uh, just mulling over the negative things that are happening. Um, and I love waking up, not grabbing for my phone first thing in the morning. I love waking up with the journal and setting that intention. Um, so yeah, I've, I think it's an amazing tool. That's, that's great to hear. What would, what would you say for yourself? Um, obviously like kind of balancing the negative thoughts, like where, where were you 30 days ago? when you first started the journal, like what? Oh, good question. I, I felt burnout. I was, I was probably mildly depressed and it was all self-imposed, just spreading myself really thin. I was lacking in a lot of self-care. Um, so yeah, I think the journal helped me refocus so that whole shift in perspective. So focusing on all the good things that are happening in my life and then setting that daily intention instead of mulling over like, oh my gosh, I'm tired. I'm stressed. I'm so busy. Setting the intention of, okay, today, this is what I want my day to be like. And then kind of living into that intention helps me immensely. That's incredible. Yeah, because I think... With that daily intention, so the second question is, what would make my day, uh, what would make today great? Yes. And it's very much different than like a to-do list. It's more like picturing yourself at the end of the day and like what would really leave you like satisfied. Some days it's overlap with the to-do list, of course, but it's mm -hmm. kind of like what would bring me that joy? And it's not, you know, I need to accomplish X, Y, Z. It's like genuinely like return to that sort of like childlike wonder like free of all the responsibilities. It's like, what is that thing that, you know, is really going to make me satisfied versus kind of on edge and like, Oh, I need to do one more thing in my day. Right. Yes. I, I noticed too, that I usually write down things when I answer that question, what would make today great that are, I don't know how to say this. I'll write down things. They're simple things right? They're not, um, oh, what would make today great? Oh, if I won the lottery. Like I always write down if I am patient and connected with others, if I'm present during this activity, if I um, nourish my body with movement and food, like they're very simple things. Yeah. Yeah. And we tell people like, yeah, like you said, it's things that you can control, like winning the lotto would be nice, but right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I mean, we, same thing. Like I try to get as simple as possible. You know, it might just be like, you know, I'm kind in all my interactions today. It doesn't need to be this monumental, like, you know, I run a marathon today or, mm -hmm. you know, I make a million dollars. Like it's, I think it's the simple things that ultimately matter. Yes. Kevin, Last question. We ask this question of all of our guests, and that is, what does being a warrior mean to you? For me, it's, it's becoming better than who you were last week. Um, I know that I've definitely got stuck in the constant comparison mode. And for myself, it's just, say, over the past few years, really trained myself to 
kind of compare myself to who I was yesterday, who I was last week, who I was last year, and to kind of constantly put in the work to be better in quotation marks, um, better in the sense that accepting who I am, accepting when I don't do the things like that I want to accomplish and being kind and compassionate to myself, um, but always putting forth the effort to, you know, to put in the effort to try, to try my relationships, to go a little bit deeper, try my career and then try my health to become just a little bit better. That's such a wonderful answer. Becoming better than who you were last week. And I love, I love the idea of self-acceptance and just being kind to yourself. Yeah. Cause I think too often the self-improvement community, it, like, you know, there's we usually use a quote like progress over perfection, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's okay. Like if you don't make any progress, like the progress is just accepting yourself that like, you know what? I stayed home. I binge watched Netflix. That's okay too. And that's okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, Kevin, you're awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being on today. It was great talking with you. Yeah, great talking with you, Connor. And thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, we'll see you later. See ya. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Weekly Warrior Podcast or find us on Facebook. Stay tuned every Friday when we release a new episode. <laughs>